Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. There's much controversy these days as to what qualifies as a support animal. Those, or some of those, behind the use of dogs for the blind, hard of hearing, and other medical conditions don't seem to take too kindly to seeing animals in public where they aren't usually with a vest that says the animal is registered for emotional support. And with that, Floyd Hayes of Clinton Hill, New York, decided that he needed something for his emotional support as well. So he went to a website, filled out the form, and registered beer as his emotional support need. No, no, no not his dog named beer, actual beer. <laughs> and that now means it's legal for him to carry alcohol in places where it's not normally allowed. <laughs> Let's see. Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Sir Isaac Newton. Yeah. Tesla. Yeah. And did you say his name was Floyd Hayes? Yes. That is the list of geniuses, Cliff. <laughs> and if he gets a koozie yeah. that has support animal. Oh, yeah. And put these beer in there. <laughs> this guy will rank ahead of all of those that I just named off. That's pretty impressive there. Beer yep. is my support animal. Yes, that's correct. I've got friends who've lived their life that way, Cliff, and <laughs> never thought about doing that. And sometimes they turn into animals yeah. later on in the night. That Pigeon Creek Bridge. Yeah. That story you had where the <laughs> truck ran into it. Yeah. I saw it last night, too. It's uh-huh. really tore up bad. Oh, it is. <laughs> I got to thinking. Yeah. At some point or other, yeah. the company or if it's an individual, but somebody's going to have to call an insurance agent up and say, <laughs> guess what I've done today? Yeah. I've wiped yep. out an entire bridge yeah. in southern Indiana. Do you think I'm covered for this? <laughs> wow. What I kind be- of policy would I that be? I believe that's going to... Test the limits of your liability policy. <laughs> I think it's going to, too. <laughs> I could see. call Ray with that sometime. Yeah, let's see what he's got yeah, on let's that. Let's see what well, he's can, got on he, that. He, can I just get some bri- some insurance for a bridge damage? Yes, <laughs> just in case, just in case. We, we have spoken before of your disdain for all things water, and that if you were, actually were present at the beach, you would never, ever under any circumstances, dip a toe into the surf. And if you needed another reason, let me tell you what these scientists at the Louisiana University's Marine Consortium found, or rather, didn't find. In a study to better understand the eating habits of deep-sea creatures, those scientists took some bait out to the deep water of the Gulf of Mexico, weighted it down, and left it on the bottom, returning periodically with those remote robot cameras that go underwater to see what was eating it and how that was being done. The bait was three whole alligators, each weighing about 100 pounds and harvested through legal means. When the scientists checked back, they found one of the gator bodies was being devoured by crustaceans, crabs, other small animals, something that they expected to find. The second, eaten in a similar manner, along with some undersea worms that they didn't know existed. And it was the worms eating the animal bones. That third alligator, left out for bait, was just gone. The rope and the weight keeping the bait 7,000 feet underwater still there, as was the depression it left in the sand, but the body of the gator 
was gone, swallowed whole by something, and they don't know what. <laughs> yeah, Margaret, let's go jump in the ocean. Let's play a little bit. I was sitting here thinking, Cliff, while yeah. you were doing the news at 7, how yeah. times have changed with bicycles. Is, yeah, this when is true. I was a kid, yeah. and you was a kid. Yeah. They didn't even have helmets <laughs> that you would wear. I'd never seen a helmet. No, you couldn't being, buy one. No. And, and and if you saw a kid riding a bike with a helmet, <laughs> you pointed and giggled. Well, occasionally <laughs> we'd put on a football helmet, an old junk football <laughs> helmet, and drive around with. Because that made you feel like you were... Uh, a race car uh, driver. Yeah, race car driver, yeah. perhaps you know, riding a motorcycle. Yes, and yeah. we would actually tie... A, like yeah. mom's good bath towels on your around your neck, and you was like the so Cape Crusader. You were a little closer to Evil Knievel then, weren't you? <laughs> a little bit, yes. <laughs> but we would ride around the square in town. Yeah. No helmets. Yeah. No chain guards. Yeah. I mean, you could easily get a pant leg or something stuck <laughs> and, in there. And, and then your your all control is lost at that point. You're going to crash. You'll make contact with the asphalt many times. Yes. And we used to do that. Yeah. With pea shooters shooting at each other as we were riding around. We weren't real smart. <laughs> Do you realize how old we sound right about I now? understand <laughs> that. I understand that. Back in my day. I'm just surprised that uh, none of us, you know, became known as One-Eyed George That's or something right. like That's that. Right. Mm. Well, not everything can be a good time. Lord knows I know that from being on this program. <laughs> And unfortunately, Cliff, I have yeah. some sad news this morning. Oh, uh-oh. What is it? Planters Peanuts. Yeah. Perhaps you saw this. They've it's, killed oh, Mr. Peanut. I was going to say, it's Mr. Peanut. Yes. He's dead, Jim. Yes. <laughs> In case you haven't seen it, there's a video posted that shows Mr. Peanut driving his nutmobile with Wesley Snipes and comedian Matt Walsh. That's what they call it, the nutmobile. It's the nutmobile. And Mr. Peanut, driving along, swerves to avoid an armadillo, and his vehicle goes off the cliff, and all three passengers are thrown out of the vehicle, and they end up hanging on to a branch. Okay. But it's... They're too heavy for that branch, all three of them, and, and so... It pulls loose? No. I haven't seen one happen. Mr. Peanut sacrifices himself and lets go. Oh, to save the others. Yes. Oh, yeah. Now, his funeral will be part of the <laughs> big game coming oh, up next is. month. That's yes. the commercial. Okay. During the uh, third quarter of the game. You can see the funeral for Mr. Peanut. Yes. You think they'll mar- marry him? You think they'll bury him in the nutmobile cliff? That's where he should go, I think. Don't you? Well, I'm sure. Will he still be in his shell? I guess that's the. Uh... Well, I hope so. That's his clothing. <laughs> I don't want to see Mr. Peanut naked. <laughs> we had this kid in Ontario, Canada last week found a new way that the police can't help you. The Office of Provincial Police report one of their constables got a report last week from a teenager who needed assistance after they reportedly became a victim of theft. Officer Ed Sanchuk said Wednesday he went to the home of a Norfolk County teen who who said he had spent money online, but what they bought never arrived. The cop added the teen really committed no crime, but put themselves in danger because they had sent off all their personal and private information to make said purchase, and that could make them the target of identity thieves later. The item reported to police that the teen was cheated out of was a fake ID. (laughs) Yeah, police is not going to help you there. No. Sorry about your luck. <laughs> Cliff, 
Yes. You're pretty good friends with Shannon up at the uh, library here in town, aren't you? Well, yeah. And you <laughs> see her occasionally, right? Well, I mean, she comes out here frequently to record her updates about what's going on. Well, perhaps you can... Um, I mean, she's here probably like once a month. Well, since you know her, okay, and I don't really know her that well. True. Talked to her a few times, but not really know her. Perhaps you could ask her if I uh, would check a book out of the library here in town. Yeah. Would they prefer that I fold the page over to mark my place? Ooh, ooh. No. Or would they prefer I take a, a slice of cheese and stick in between there. Like a bookmark. Yes. So you're going to use a slice of cheese as a bookmark. I was going to use some craft cheese. No, I'm not an animal. I'm going to keep it in the wrapper. Oh, so it would be the uh, single-slice-wrapped American cheese from Kraft. Yes. That you're going to use as a bookmark. Yes. Yeah. I wonder which one they would prefer I use. <laughs> the fold I'm, method I'm, or cheese I'm method. I'm going to go with neither. <laughs> no, there's only two they options they don't want. They don't want you to dog-ear their books, and they don't want you to have cheese in the library book because then someone at the library is going to have to get out a knife and cut oh, the cheese out. Oh, no. <laughs> when you got the knife out, yeah. <laughs> I knew where we were heading. Yeah. Well, America is a sleep-deprived nation. Okay. On average, we only get five and a half hours of sleep a night. Yeah, I feel that. I do, too. And that's why, Cliff, this weekend, mm -hmm. I'm going to go into my laboratory yeah. and do some work. Really? I'm going to come up with a bed. Lab coat and safety glasses. Here we come. I'm coming up with a bed okay. that's going to put you to sleep. Wow. I'm going to call it yeah. the Chloro Foam Mattress. <laughs> chloro does it, Foam Mattress. Does, does the Chloro Foam Mattress actually have chloroform in it? Yes. <laughs> Because, you know, in the movies, they put that over, uh, they pour that stuff on a washcloth, and then they hold it over somebody's face, and they breathe it, and they're out like in five seconds. Well, I've done the research, Cliff, okay. and that's false. It takes about five minutes for it to actually affect you to where you would so pass out. So, if you were laying on the chlorofoam mattress for five minutes, you would be out. Yes. You know, I think you've got something already that we don't need this chlorofoam mattress. Really? You can just tell a story. I don't know, like some of that long-winded take-it-to-the-bank stuff. That only lasts a couple of minutes, and I'm pretty well ready to go to sleep by then. That's a little harsh. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes the truth is harsh. <laughs> so you think maybe we, I should put it on a CD and people can <laughs> play right. it at nighttime That's before right. they so go to bed? Bedtime stories with weed. Well, Cliff, our take-it-to-the-bank this yeah. morning has me a little bit excited. Oh, you're excited? Yes. <laughs> well. It's already making me sleepy. No, no, no. <laughs> How long do you think it's going to take? I'd say a minute and a half. Well, i got time for a power nap. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> While you're napping, yeah. I'm going to take three words that have nothing to do with each other. Okay. And I'm going to wrap them all together in a nice little bow. Okay. And have a nice little story. Okay. The words are Russia. Yeah. Pepsi. Okay. Submarines. You're going to tie all that together. How much string did you bring today? <laughs> I brought a big bundle of string. Okay. And I'll tie it all up and Let's take see. it to the bank. Can't wait to hear what you got. <laughs> You'll be asleep. Yeah, I'll notice. It's time now for take it to the bank. <laughs> Wake me when it's over. I know. The three words we're going to tie together. Yeah. Russia, Pepsi, and submarines. Okay. In the 1980s, 
Russia had absolutely no money. And they gave Pepsi submarines and other naval ships to cover the cost of stocking their country with Pepsi products. That's how popular they were. And they gave Pepsi such a big fleet that briefly, Pepsi controlled the sixth most powerful military in the world. And all of that you can take to the bank. Wake up, Cliff. Wake up. Yeah. Okay. What was it about again? You missed it. Too late. (laughs) Australia. This is a strange continent and a strange country. Agreed. had crazy brush fires that have been going on for weeks and weeks. Yes. And now they've got dust storms blowing all over the place. Yeah. And in parts of Australia, torrential (laughs) rainfall that is flooding everything in its path. So in some parts of the continent, there's drought and wildfires. And in other parts, there's so much rain, it's flooding. So much rain and hail that it's knocking things and buildings and (laughs) crunching them up. It's like when uh, Australia yeah. was created. Yeah. It's like we're going to put all of the poisonous, deadly stuff, and that's for you, Cody, in Wadesville, stuff, in <laughs> one place. <laughs> and we'll just see if it can escape from that one place. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So everything that's, in the world that is dangerous is right there in that's Australia. Right. If you uh, if If you want to catch an inventory of... Things that will kill you in Australia, you're going to run your pen out of ink two or three times over. They've got some crazy yeah. stuff going on there. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Driving his nutmobile. Number two. Test the limits of your liability insurance. <laughs> Please don't. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Someone at the library is going to have to get a knife and cut the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just folding the page over. I'm just going to fold They won't it. like that either, I'm telling you. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.